Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk and keep block talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at Block Talk NYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Queens of France got to find their inner pop star, but which queens rocked and who got rolled? It's time to talk all things Drag Race France, and joining me is the darling of DC, Miss Patricia Diamond. How are you? Woo! I'm good. I'm tired. Tired? Um, tired? You're youthful. You can't have me tired. No, I am tired because let me tell you, I function. I do get enough sleep, just not at the right time. Fair. Because, well, I mean, you're a drag queen. That's, that's how it works. I don't. I don't do shit. I just. I just stay up late watching, like Instagram reels. Instagram reels. Oh God. Are are are. I have not had the updates to Instagram yet. Um. And I know there are a lot of people who are very upset with the new updates on Instagram because it looks like TikTok. Have you? I mean, all over yet? Nobody's. Well, my drag account has it. My main account hasn't. But people aren't liking my posts as much anymore because they're just not seeing it. So that's really sad. Yeah, Ugh, algorithm. Someone's got to fix it. I don't know who, who do we have to call. Everyone's everyone's disgruntled with the updates. They're just not looking. Yeah, literally. Well, we are here to talk about Drag Race France. Um, how are you enjoying the season so far? Halfway through, or a little more than halfway through? It's pretty good. I rarely watch it on time because I have to have like motivation to like dedicate an hour of my life to one thing because mm-hmm. I have such a small attention span. Um, but I'm really excited whenever it was announced. I mean, I speak fluent French, so I was like, "Oh my god, that sucks!" Yeah, that so French too. Are you watching it in um, without subtitles? I watch it with French subtitles. Cool, cool, cool. Mostly just for Um, mostly just because I don't need subtitles. I only look at them, but I just have them because like sometimes I'll hear a word I don't know, and I can look at it and see how it's spelled. It's just like for like linguistic purposes. Yeah, um, for uh, us who don't speak the French, uh, oh boy, these subtitles are terrible. Oh yes, yeah, so absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, I'm trying, friends. We're I'm really trying. We're, we're learning. We're learning things. Um, am I going to be proficient in French soon? Not a chance. But I'm learning that the certain things that are wrong are well, actually the French subtitles way aren't wrong. Too good either. Are they off? Well, I mean, I've noticed that because I also speak Spanish and I watch regular Spain in Spanish. I've noticed they do it there too, where like sometimes we'll say something out loud, but they'll have like a different word in the subtitles. It's always the same meaning, but just I'm like, why don't y'all just like write what they said? Really yeah, weird. interesting, very very interesting. Um, so again, warning: if I get things wrong, blame the subtitles. Yeah, but overall, I like the season. I mean, I haven't been like, <gasps> like, like you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, um, I haven't because also I'm more, like it's kind of the same time as All Star Seven, so you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't been as wowed as I have been with like Drag Race España, um, 
but I think it's I love the culture. I love learning yeah. about what makes French drag French drag. Well, let's dive into this episode. Uh, the queens are going to mourn the loss of dear sis Cam. Uh, I think they were just as shocked as we were. Uh, in her mirror message, she tells them she will teach them how to pose and they will teach her how to perform too soon. Is that too soon? <laughs> the further they go, the harder it gets. Um, they didn't think she would be going, but that's the game. Time to move on. And literally, like these, is it me or these post elimination segments just getting shorter and shorter? Like that's all we got. No discussion of the way, no discussion of what's next. It was by Cam and out. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess, guess like kind of a loaded episode, though, because I thought the mini challenge took a long time. Oh my god, some of these mini challenges are taking longer than the max challenges. I yeah, like it, it's, it's like how it has a little thing pop up that says like mini defi. I was like, oh, that's so fun. Yeah. I wish we did that. I, I need that for my own. They things. they did that for Italia, and unfortunately, on Italia, some of it was wrong, and it was like this doesn't make any sense, and it also wasn't like the same font or anything of the show. It was so random, but Drag Race Italia is a whole different world. Uh, can't wait if to I dive time, back I'll, into that. I, one. I didn't. I've only really watched the ones that are in English, Spanish, or French now. Um, That's just fair. because That's I don't fair. have the mental capacity to read subtitles. Like I really just don't. <laughs> Same. Or the time um, to keep up with all of those. It's it's so hard, but I do it because I made a commitment to do it. So I'm doing it. All right. It's the next day. The queens do a coordinated entrance where they move and pose, and that looked like fun. That looks like a fun little. Um, they really have been coordinated. I they don't know sure about. do. I feel like they, they have discussions about what. I feel like it's been every episode. There's always something going on, and I yeah. just knew that La Big Bertha would be a fan gay. That makes so much. Of course, sense. of course. Uh, what well, is your well, pose of choice? You said what? What is your what is your pose of choice? I do a little peace sign. Oh my god, like, like the gay the peace train. sign. Everybody yeah. does it. I'm terrible at posing. Like I'm notably just bad at taking pictures. That's fair. That's fair. So Berta, how did it feel to lip sync? She said not so good. She never wants to hear this that song again. Uh well, come to America because you won't hear it because you can't hear any of the songs on this fucking show. What's 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 that about? I don't know. I don't know how World of Wonder fucked this up so badly. Um, but she is now a new Berta. She was pushed in the corner like the trash, but now she'll rise like a phoenix. And we love a Eurovision reference. I'm I'm just like growing to really love. Well, I always liked the Big Bertha, but I just like ugh, I'm such a fan. She's a character. She's a fun character. She's good TV. But she's not like she's not too much. Right. Like she's not really trying. You can just she's just like a cool guy. It's yeah. It, it's she's very authentic. The Grand Dame is congratulated for her win. And like the people of the world, I just don't get it. Uh, someone make it compute for me. Are we really just setting her up to win this show? I mean, we're going to discuss that later on this episode, but I'm not, I'm not resonating with the Grand Dame. She's grown on me. I was more in the process of deciding if she was hot or not. And I still can't decide. Uh-huh. A lot of French guys, as you can't tell. Yes. I mean, because there are moments where I'm like, I don't, why is... Um, Paloma looking like a cartoon character and then there was a moment in this episode I was like wait I'm, I'm slightly attracted to Paloma what is happening this that's is how French people are that's what the yep. first, you just, you just have to remember are they are they hot or are they European you never know it's, it's true just like the game used to be gay, gay or European now it's basically yeah. like, he, he's a four but he's from France exactly 
Um, yeah, Laganda. Um, I hope I, I hope I hope I get to like her. Uh, especially she's gonna win. But uh, who's taller, you or Laganda? Probably Laganda. I'm six foot, so I. All right, she, she she's definitely she's six five. That's not real. I know, right? The, yeah. Six five drag queens. That's too tall. Oh, for Where's the illusion? Tall? I don't oh, know. Maybe she like is. Notab- yeah, they're like notably like kind of short. Yeah, very strange, very odd. Well, the cock calls, and it's time to see our good pal, Nikki Dahl. Nikki arrives looking like all glam rock meets Moira Rose, and as Maxi Padding uh, noted on her Instagram story, the similarity, and Nikki responded to her that Moira got the inspiration from French couture. Uh, but Nikki, my dear, love you. But as team never have a mullet, I need you to cut that mullet. Don't wear that wig ever again. I hated it. I'm not a mullet fan, but I just, I don't know, I thought there was a lot, there was a lot going on in that look, so I didn't even notice it. I was just like, this is fun. There was. There was definitely a lot going on. Well, they have survived a lot of challenges, so she offers them one minute to chill. And by chill, they are going to take advantage of this in very odd positions on the couches. Um, I didn't understand it, but that's fine. They could have delivered last goes, week more, but they decided just to sit for a minute. Mm. Literally. And after a minute goes by, Nikki yells, and it's time for more fun. Do they ever feel too lazy to do their own makeup? Well, for this week's mini challenge, they're going to be treated like stars. They're heading to the salon alongside social media star Antonin. Uh, are you familiar with them? Uh, no, but I am now. I was like, who is who is, uh, the, who is this red twink that just walked into the room and just just to sit? <laughs> just right, to, bit, just sit bitch looks. Bitch looks like uh, they were like the devil's little bitch in that outfit. Um, I just oh, walked in and said, hey guys, and just sat there and hung out and then left. He right. didn't do anything. I thought like they were going to do like the makeup for the queens. No, 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 no. He, he was just there to say, I'm he friends, the challenge. I'm he friends with Nikki Doll. The doctor so was clear that morning. He said he'd, he'd say, hey. Literally. Well, for this week's mini challenge, the queens will get in pairs where one will be the customer and the other will be the artist. And they have five minutes to paint wearing silly goggles. How would you do in this challenge? Which role would you have wanted to do? I don't like being touched, so I would I would do the uh huh. What's the word? I would do the makeup stuff. I could be silly with the crazy could, goggles. Could, yeah, it just puts shit there, and you can you can be funny that way. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Well, the pairs are Berta and Paloma, Soa and La Grande Dame, and Lips and Lolita. They have ten minutes to get ready. Uh, we're going to refer to this this duo as LGD and SDM, SDM just because those are the letters. Uh, they LGD decided that L, SDM will be the customer because even with glasses, she's worried about what she'd do to her. Paloma is going to be taking her beautician apron out to paint La Berta. Apparently, we just use the workroom for everything because the workroom has turned into the salon. Yeah, that's really weird. Um, yeah, Nikki and Antonin are going to like just sit under those like the, the heat uh, um, uh, dryers and good for them. I was out. waiting for like a There's yeah, I was waiting for like a steel magnolias moment. And I was like, wait, that, oh, that's American. That's definitely not the reference here. Never know. All right. First, we have SDM and LGD. Uh, those glasses are like kaleidoscope eyes and there's like no chance you could see properly in them. Uh, how they did not poke somebody's eye out is beyond me. Good for them. Maybe it was all an illusion. Maybe. The Grand Dame goes quite heavy on the highlights. She is turning Soa into a Karen. Um, she went for it. She then starts the whipping cream on her, gives her a pink lip, and with that orange leg, Soa really looks like a clown. 
uh, embarrassing. And I dare her to go to a gig like that. I've seen worse. There is worse. <gasps> Who? Name, name, names, name, names. For all Scouts my honor? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. All the DC girls know who, know who I'm talking about. There it is. There it is. DC girls know right, who I'm Next, we have Lolita and Ellipse with Lolita being the artist. Uh, Lolita is calm, and we get Berta mocking her in this confessional uh, because she's very surprised that she's calm and quiet. Why does Lolita keep on getting the brunt of the mockery on this show? Because she's Mexican. Yeah. yeah. For people are like notably racist. So, so terrible. Um, Lolita is going quite hard in the powder and then paints on a shocked expression with those brows, which I thought was quite funny. I thought or something. Was really good. Yeah, she did yeah. That or something. Yeah. Um, the Grand Dame shades that they feel like this went by very slowly um, because there was no action. The two of them just didn't banter. There was no improv for it, unfortunately. Yeah. And finally... Um, I feel like it all kind of took a little long. I was like, okay, yeah, it, 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 was this, it was a very silly mini challenge. And then finally, the last edition of Glitter, she just like pounds it in her face. Um, Ellipse will be having glitter on her for the rest of her life. Yeah. Finally, the scene ends with a new wig, and that is definitely an ex-Tina from uh, Moulin Rouge wig. That was a cool wig. Yeah, that was fun. Finally, we got Berta and Paloma. They're pretty funny as a duo. Uh, I love the hold my hair bit. That was quite funny before she put her <laughs> goggles on. She gives her some pinks and purples in the eye and some pink in the lick. And then we learn from Paloma that summer is swallowing season. Is that true well, in DC? Well, I'm sure that means something. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, <laughs> and then the freckles that she gave La Big Berta, I was like, is this freckles or is this like a reference to monkeypox what's going on here um well it is french but probably um probably i don't know i couldn't think of something funny to say quick enough so we're just gonna we're gonna roll with that that's fair that's fair uh yeah some of these queens look tragic but the pair that won was la grande dame and soa um sure Uh, i don't know how you really judge this this was honestly like just a have fun they didn't get anything all they got was be in charge of the teams like it really mattered it was just exactly they were told they have to do a mini challenge. So they did one. Well, for this week's maxi challenge, it's time to form some girl bands. Uh, La Grande Dame is not super excited as this is not her thing, but in their groups, they will perform their new song, Boom Boom. They will have to name their groups, create a personal verse, record it in the studio, and find time to do fine-tuning choreography. As you mentioned, as the winners of the challenge, SDM and LGD pick their teams. Soa will select ellipse and lolita la grande dame picks berta and is left with paloma interesting combos not the way i would have thought it was gonna roll out yeah it, mm, i don't know the whole like six that are left are very interesting yeah i mean before i was kind of at a point where i was like i don't even know who would like who like feels like right to go home next it just kind of seems like it's just a little group of people yeah, they're all pretty, pretty even. Um, yeah, so it thinks that she'll be able. Anyone yeah. who's like really like, oh my god, like this challenge probably is like their their best thing ever for them. But I haven't listened. Yeah, I feel like at, at this well. point, it's like if they are if you're a weakest link for a specific challenge, you're gone because everyone is yeah. just such an even playing field. 
But Soa thinks she'll be able to get the best qualities out of Ellipse and Lolita. Berta is nervous that she's with two La Queens and doesn't know how she'll be with them. And we'll see what that turns out to later. But Nikki reveals that there are two versions of the song. One will be a pop version and one will be a rock version. And La Grand Dame will get to pick the version that she wants first. Um, no, or Soa gets to pick and then La Grand Dame gets what's left over. Nikki tells them that they have help in the studio with producer and composer of the song Mark Veld and Tosh. Uh, we will meet them later and we will see how people are thirsting over one of them. But she says that Mark has worked with quote unquote Queens before he's written hits for Hosi, Leo, and Tina Arena. Uh, are you familiar with any of those three names? Uh. Yeah, neither was I. Um, but they all seemed excited. And if it wasn't enough, the two guest judges are choreographer and high heel dancer Giannis Marshall and pop star Shyam. Are you I'm familiar a big with fan either of them? Big fan of Shyam. Yeah. Tell I'm... us about Shyam. She's just like, I don't know, she's just a pop singer. Like, I don't, I don't, well, even with like American artists, I don't really know too much about them. I just like listen to some of their music, I, but I'm not like a stan of really anybody. Um, but I'm a big who, fan of Shime. She's one of my favorite. Who would you artists. say is like the American equivalent of Shime? Hmm. Well, she's pretty much, let me think out loud. She's pretty much like universally liked in France. Okay. Um, her music is very, it's like, you know, it's like pop music. It's not anything too crazy. She has a lot of really good songs. Anyone who like took French in high school has definitely heard some of her songs from like, you know, you know, it, it's, sure. I mean, I haven't had a chance to perform in French yet, but I have my little list of like a song, Vlad and Miss just like Celine and Shine. Um, let me think. I don't know. Because there's just like so many people in America, I guess. Fair. And Aditika is also, I, I know her from like an American perspective. I don't like know what like the French people are like or how they feel about her. Gotcha. Her style of music yeah. is kind of like, sometimes it's kind of, it feels kind of like Katy Perry-ish. Sometimes it feels That's what I was going to say. She seems very Katy Perry. Yeah. I just don't know like what, how the French people feel about her. I mean, that seems like they all like her. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's like a diehard fandom or something. I really like her. And I thought it was a missed opportunity to do Use her music. Yeah, they should have done like a Shine lip sync. But I guess yeah, they should not have a thousand million. They should have done a, they made it to a million. So they should have they had put that run. Yeah, they could have put that runway at a different time. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was like, oh my God, Shine. Like, I knew, I really liked the episode two lip sync song, Pookie. That's mm-hmm. Like, I love, I love, Aya Nakamura is one of my favorite French artists too. So I was like, oh, what a treat. So, and then there's a Celine Dion song for the first one. It's such a treat. Now, girl group challenge. This is a music challenge. How. Would Miss Patricia Diamond do? In this oh, challenge? not well. No, she's not a singer. No, I'm not. I'm not creative. <laughs> no, <that's fair. laughs> have you ever Have you ever written any lyrics? Not at all. Let me tell you, I never have. Um, I don't really care to either because I that sounds like a lot of work, and I don't want to do that. Wow, Generation Z, so lazy. That's true. Um, <laughs> I just I don't think I have really like a musical brain at all. That's fair. So I don't like, and I'm not really creative well, with like words. So I don't know how, I, I, if I had to, I would. And I can make it like silly and I can kind of sing, but just like they're like making my lyrics would be like weird. But I guess in these Drag Race challenges, you really just talk about yourself and make it rhyme. Literally. Like, and li- like, like I've said many times on the podcast, if you're going to ever be on Drag Race people, this is part of the pre-show preparation you need to do. You need to know like what words rhyme with certain 
attributes of yourself. I'm sure and, both and have, have like a little thing drafted up already. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely they do. But you really they have, have words. You can make it go with really any kind of song. Exactly. And, and that's why like it's just just like sewing. You have to know how to sew before getting on drag race. You know how need to know how to at least craft a couple verses. Yeah. Um so Come to Michael Block's uh, Drag Race School. I'll, I'll teach you how to get ready for Drag Race. I'm ready for it. No, yo, that's very right. cool. You think I would be, ever be on Drag Race? Wow. Hey, you never know. Yes, I do know. You're we're young. I'm dying soon. Let's be real. That's true. But but it will never end the show. It, maybe it'll be um, Jinx Monsoon's Drag Race soon. Maybe. Or also, maybe the country will just collapse into civil war and we're on. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing, too. That's definitely. <laughs> and there won't be time for drag race. We're going to be fighting. That's true. For our, children, for our wives and kids. Literally. Well, it is time to listen to the tracks. And there is something that Soa likes about the rock version. The Grand Dame thinks there's more to work with in the pop version. Soa's not vibing with that one. So. So it's going to just be like, I want the rock one. The Grand Dame's going to take the pop and everyone's happy. There was no that's conflict. Good. Boring. I mean, good for them. Well, now it's time to infuse their song with their own talent. Ellipse wants to go personal with her verse. She wants to go with how she turned the, t- the tough times into strength. Okay, fine. That's a good direction to go. Paloma says writing lyrics to the easy part. She's used to it. Um, so it tells her team that she wants them to each use their strength. Lolita is the dancer, so she can choreograph. Ellipse can focus on the looks, and so will focus on the words. Does that mean Soa wrote everyone's verse? Not my business. I'm confused. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, oh, okay. If it, it is, that's outsourcing. Well. Literally. She says that she's not looking to prove anything in this challenge. She has shown what she can do. She just wants to show that the band is totally different and works well together. Now it is time to decide on a band name. For Team LGD, it's going to be Les Soirs Jaquettes. So that's just basically the jacket sisters, right? If you pronounce it right, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, which I did not do clearly. Uh, I don't I don't speak French. Tell it say it properly. Sir. Sister. Sir? Yeah. Le Sir Jacquette? That's better, yeah. Yeah. Everything's I'm learning, I'm trying. Um <laughs> It just reminds me of Hamilton, and I'm like, that's probably not the reference and re- the way that I wouldn't tell people that I, if I were you. Why? Hamilton's out. Hamilton's out. What's in? Hamilton's been what's in? Six. I don't know. You're not a musical theater gay. No, I, I wanted to be at one point, but then I learned that wasn't good. I know Hamilton's out though. There's a friend who is a Hamil- Hamiltonian, and she faces lots uh-huh. of persecution for it. So. I figured it was interesting. <laughs> it's probably six. Six is the one that seems to be in. I mean, I think it was just the one? DC. This six is the one with all the um the ex-wives of uh, Henry the Eighth. Oh. Mm. oh. okay. Nikki arrives to chat with Le Grand Dom first. She wants to know if the lyrics are going to be about them or any topics in particular, and they're going to see both. La Bigberta will be focusing on consent and how you're not a prop in drag. And Nikki's like, huh, but like, this is a pop star challenge. So are you going to make it fun? And Berta's like, oh, it will be fun. Don't worry. Um, but Berta stands firm that consent is important, but this still could be fun. Now, let's dive into consent in drag. That's a problem. Yeah, you should ask for consent before you even start doing drag because most people should just quit. 
well, literally. Uh, but yeah, people touch uh, hair and, and wigs and, and, and clothes and boobies. And that's what Barta is trying to dispel in her lyrics, I think. Yeah, but see, here's the problem. People are drunk and they're not going to listen. Like, the exactly. little are going to hear that now and be like, oh my God, yeah, it work. And then they're going to get like a vodka soda in them. And then all rules are out the door for them. Literally, you'll see, oh my God, your hair is so big. And then start playing with it. And then whoop, there goes the wig. Paloma is about to double down that harassment in fashion and film, and they will be creating something powerful and fun. It's keyword fun. Fun has to be here or Nikki's not going to like it. Hmm. Now with Team Soa, they're going to reveal their name. They will be called The Nails. I got that one right. I pronounced that one correctly, right? Well, yeah, because it is English, so it would, that would really check out, huh? I didn't get that. Uh, so, is that like a play on something? I don't know. I, Maybe I, it's that's like fun. So seems to really, she seems to really use a lot of English. She does. I almost wonder oh, so if like that is. Huh? I wonder if that's her way of being like, "Hi, if I don't win, please put me on a verse the world season." Thank you. It honestly might be uh, because I remember English, English um, plays a really big pop, like pop culture role in Europe. Yeah, well, I mean, the big big part of why Janie Jacquet was put on uh, UK verse the world is she was the one who was most proficient in English. And then yeah. she she was yelled at a lot during the filming of uh, Drag Race Holland for speaking in English too much. Well, everyone in the Netherlands speaks English if they, yeah. if they want to. Uh, but yes. in France, whenever I was in France, everyone, which was years ago, but everyone, like, English is kind of like... Because mainly everyone in the States, like, knows a few, like, Spanish phrase that we say sometimes for fun. Like, oh, Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yeah, well, sure. But, like, in France, they have a lot of, like, English things. Like, they'll say, like, hey, girl, what's up? But they just, like, know what it means. They don't actually know what it means. Yeah. Until they speak English. Yeah. That's weird. I noticed that. And I was like, that's kind of weird that she's just really going on it. <laughs> yeah. So it is nervous that the song is in French and their name is in English. And Nikki's like, nah, you're good. Uh, the Americans will appreciate it. And we do. We, we do appreciate having moments of English. So you don't. But does the name that. even matter, though? Um, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> mm, no, that's a lie. I feel like it's no one cares. Like when it comes to the judging, they're not like y'all did a great job, but your name is like like the butt buddies. So like it's like I don't think it matters in judging, but I do think it matters in the longevity of the show. Should the pop, the song be a hit, you yeah, want to have any, like the fr- like twice. the frock destroyers, yeah, United King dolls. Only two times that's ever happened. So pick and mix. That wasn't good. They went on tour though. They did a tour together. Well, BDE. Uh, yeah, uh. no. All right. They're going to discuss that the rock version suits them perfectly. And Nikki tells them that the lyrics are really important in this challenge because she just wants to make everyone have fun. They don't want this to be a serious challenge. Uh, Lolita is going to, to be go- serious. I know. It's very strange. Lolita wants to go autobiographical. Uh, they will all be singing about their woes, though. Uh, they're going to sing and dance about their flaws and how to transform them into their stronger selves and nikki reminds them that they should think about their message as it will be playing in all the bars of france um can someone in france confirm or deny if these songs are playing at the bars yeah they were good yeah like i feel like uk hun probably was like playing maybe not in the bars i thought that's kind of weird maybe the oh no 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 it was playing in the bars i had one of my friends For how uh, long, message though? me every it's still happening. It happens all the time. 
It was a, like a good Drag Race song, but like it's still a Drag Race song. Calm down, y'all. You, the UK has a different flavor of fun when it comes to music. I, I, I think I need to move to the UK for a little bit. I, I feel like I'm becoming more British loving than British so loving. I know, right? All right. We're going to head to the main stage to see Mark and Tosh. Uh, and everyone wants Tosh. Um, that's the theme of the segment. He's a very hunky young man. Um, first up, we have Les Sœurs Jaquettes. Paloma will go first as she humbly volunteers. She's excited but overwhelmed. Her lyrics are like spitting mediocre rhymes, but she ends with a kick. Can you do that high kick? Maybe in a past life. Uh-huh. Not, like I not used, in this I used form. to try. Whenever I would like perform more often, I would like try and we get better every time, and then I just give up. So I was like, "This isn't. This is stupid." No. Well, Paloma's told to watch out for her diction, so she goes again, and it's a little bit more intelligible this time around. They tell her it's her best take, and she's like, "Give me my Grammy, uh, babe." Mm. Not gonna happen. Bonjour, it's Big Grants is intimidated. Now, I just want to point out here, I could have mentioned this earlier in the show, but this is when it felt most out of place. The underscoring of this episode felt like really calming spa music. And then you have Bertus singing boldly. It just didn't match. What was happening? Is this another copyright issue? Like, where is that gay underscoring? You know what? I didn't notice it, but now that you mention it, that was weird. It was very subtle and like calming. I was like, this is not drag race. Something's off here. Um, yeah, if you go back and listen. Wrong. If, yeah. The moral of this moment, though, is that Berta has a voice and they want her to hold out that note like the oversized big performer that she is. And I was like, we're not going to fat shame here, but clearly we're commenting on her size. Who do you think can hold out the note longer, Berta or Jinx? I mean, I mean, let me ask the audience. We probably could just get him on the call. We can yeah. see right hey, here. Listen, Jinx Monsoon saw my story yesterday when I said she should win a second crown. So we're like besties. She said, wow. I love Jinx. Uh, Lagrand um, is struggling to find the beat to come in. It's not right over and over again it's just what we call a distraction from the editors because you bet your ass this is all like oh my god love grand down's gonna do poorly and clearly not i hate when the show does that i mean it is tv you kind of have to take everything with a grain of salt yeah well when she does find finally find her moment to get into the song uh mark and tosh are very content very happy with what Le, uh what Le grand dame does now, next up, we got the nails ready to rock. Uh, Ellipse will kick it off, and she's stressed but excited. She's got an intensity to her performance despite not being a singer. Now, they're going to ask her to scream like she does in her lyrics. Find her inner scream. AKA, this is the moment where it's like, dive into therapy. Scream like you were just called a fag. And I was like, excuse me? This is a recording of a dance track. Why are we doing uh, psychotherapy right now? I feel like I wouldn't scream. I would laugh. I It was very uncomfortable. I was like, at first for Drag Race, but I was like, they're literally like directing you to f- like go to your dark parts of your life. <laughs> I was like, okay. no, that's, not, that's funny. Yeah, it was, it was funny. 
Um, normalize, normalize anti-gay slurs. I think. Okay. Okay. Uh, listeners, Miss Patricia, the game is getting too bold nowadays. They need to be took it down a couple of notches. I I feel like you look at Scout Saunders' story too much and and trying to stir the pot and cause chaos. I do not click on that, that bitch's story. I, I I swipe through promptly. That bitch is chaotic. I love her. Um, another day, another layer. Ellipse is an onion. I love that reference. Yeah, it's a Shrek reference, believe it or it not. It sure is a Shrek reference. Do you know where <laughs> Shrek got that reference from? From Drag Race France, probably. No, they got it from uh, Ibsen's Pier Gint. No, nah, it's from Shrek. No, it's actually mm-hmm. from Pier Gint. That's, that's what I learned in my theater history. Uh, it's a reference from that. That's a Shrek original right there. Uh, who's your favorite character from Shrek? From Shrek? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Shrek recently because I do this thing where I go out and like touch grass every once in a while. So, so it is 2022. I have not watched Shrek recently. I have to admit, That's I do. Nice I do resonate with the um, with the lesbian one from, from the bar. Uh-huh, the uh-huh. All the yeah. dragons eat up. Yep, that's fair. Lolita Banana, and she's giving you bilingual realness with intensity, and she goes into pop star mode. Um, who does she think she is? Extina with that riff at the end? I don't know, but I'm surprised they went more racist to her this time. I know, right? I was like, Same. oh, they're learning. <laughs> yo, 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 so a demuse. She's definitely sung before, and she's going to go into this, like, screamy rock sound, but they all seem to be very impressed with what she brought. Um, obviously, it's going to sound even better when they auto-tune it. Um, yeah, I remember it being one of the better ones. Yeah, she, overall... Like, she knew what she was doing. or She wasn't, like scared she was like oh my god look you guys i have this thing already i'm gonna go ahead and do it overall the nails got limited notes which we know will result like in a positive way in the performance yeah now we're gonna skip all mentions of dance rehearsal um but have no fear we're gonna get a dance battle as they enter the workroom the next day it is a rumble a very west side story uh we got big berta and the little chihuahua lolita going at it uh lolita they do. They really love it. A it's lot, an international a, show. A lot of bits here in, on, on the stage of Drag Race yeah. uh, Ellipse takes on Paloma and they just rush into one another. And finally, La Grande Dame seems uninterested, uninterested so Soa just runs in screaming, stop fighting because they've already won. <laughs> Have oh, you ever dance battled anyone? Uh, no. Because if I wanted to kill myself, I would just stop being a pussy and do it. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's about to be a busy day, but before a busy day can commence, I think we need to have some emotions first. But the Jacquette sisters felt their rehearsal was very connected and they worked well and listened to one another. And Paloma's like, we should have been called Harmony. And so it just laughs. Paloma says that she thought the room would be a constant competition, but there is a sense of togetherness as they're all quite scared. They're all in the same boat. And Lolita says they're getting closer, like they're all in a cocoon. Now, whether producer prompted or La Grande Dame was that curious, she decides she wants to learn about everyone's family upbringing and what their relationship that was is. The with the producers asked. Nobody actually asked that. Exactly. Cue the waterworks. So whose parents know that they do or don't do drag? And so it says her dad doesn't, and there's no point in talking to him about it, but hi, you're going to see me on TV, dad. Um, that's a great way of saying telling your parents that you do drag. It's funny that her dad would just like be, he'd be tuning in anyway. Right, right. <laughs> Um, Lolita has a great relationship with her family. She's super invested and interested. They're super invested and interested, but she tries to reassure them that even though she's on the other side of the world, everything is all right. 
She's now going to reveal that she is HIV positive. Uh, when she had that conversation with her parents, the mood was light and everything was fine. She just assures them that she's careful with her well-being and her body. She wants to share with her parents and those who are watching that being HIV positive isn't being really skinny or looking like a corpse. She is a queer HIV positive Latino immigrant drag queen. She's an adult. Everything will be fine. It's always touching to hear stories like this. And we've had many, many discussions about the experience with HIV and the stigma surrounding it. And the show is a platform and it's important to be brave and have individuals like this, like Lolita, to discuss and bring awareness to it. Um, but yeah, it's not a new story for Drag Race. I think every iteration has had a discussion It's a new way it. of doing it, I feel like, though. Yeah, I feel like absolutely. it's always, like, some years. That was just, it was very matter-of-factly. Like, hey, guys. I mean, I learned what the word for HIV positive in French was. I was like, oh, what a treat. Yeah. What is it? Do you remember it? Seropositif. There which it is. Which is weird. The word for HIV is VIH because the way they the way their stuff is, but that wasn't anywhere in like the trace of the words. So I heard her say it and I was like, that probably means HIV positive because they all look sad. Maybe. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, work. All right, that's my vocabulary list. <laughs> Ellipse is touched to hear the story that Lolita shared and she finds her brave and glad she opened up. And Paloma shares that she knows people who are HIV positive and knows that it is a ta- taboo subject still. She knows that Lolita opening up is educating their audiences. So it's going to bring it all the way back to the 80s and gay men painted as monsters because of HIV and AIDS and reminds us that you can contract it without being gay. As we have learned recently here in America, perhaps the demographic has switched and allegedly there are more straight people being diagnosed with it than gay men. I don't know if you saw that little uh, meme from um, that little Matt Twink who um, does all those. Oh, the one who all he does is just do little makeup looks and write fuck you on his cheek. Yeah, yeah. So he, that meme uh, this week actually started to make the rounds that apparently uh, more straight people in America are getting diagnosed with HIV. Yeah. Uh, and then noted like asking, will that make them unable to donate blood? And we'll see, we'll see if that actually makes the news because yeah. Gay things. Gay things. So it says drag race is more than just heels. It's the discussion of what's going on around them and in our community. And I, I really agree with that. I think drag race is more than just the artistry and it is a way to teach the mass media, the, the mainstream watchers about what gay, gay culture really is and what it's about and the struggles that we've had. Do you appreciate that part of drag race? Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm a lot of times, like, I feel like I know a lot about, like, queer history and all that, so it's just kind of, like, it's nice to hear it, so I know other people, like, because there, there are some people, yeah, this is their first time hearing about this kind of stuff, sure. which is embarrassing, like, come on, your first time Absolutely. having a dress is, is drag race, but those people exist. Absolutely. So, I think it's important, especially also for, like, a lot of the like, people, a lot of the fan bases, like, the little straight white, like, middle school girls. It's so true. Who like all they know about queer life is like from TikTok and Drag Race. So, you know, it's nice uh-huh. to get out new things. Lolita and Confessional discussed that she is undetectable, which means her viral viral load is undetectable and she no longer is in a danger to spread it. She says that for those who are afraid to get tested, it's really important to know that there is help and that they can still have great lives. Paloma notes that there is not just it's not just a gay person problem it's affecting the heteros she says she finds that within her friends her gay friends are more careful than the straights as they tend to fuck around without condoms be careful be responsible that's the moral of the story apparently 
Lolita is proud of how she's managed herself and she's glad she shared this with the girls. Now, this is like two weeks in a row where Lolita has given us two big backstories. Um, and they still don't like her. They still don't like her. But usually, like, as as you've watched before, I've watched before, we've all watched before, discussed it on the podcast. She's supposed to go home. Yeah, when you get a backstory moment, you're either going home that episode or you're being set up to win. There's no fucking way Lolita Bananas win this show. Like, it's not happening. No, they, um, she would never let that happen. So, like, she's going to go home. I think she thought she was going home the past two episodes. And that's why she's wanted to yeah, reveal she it. She was like, oh, look, I'm still here, you guys. What a treat. So strange. But um, I like her. I really do enjoy Lolita. Um, like, uh, she would be someone I would like to see on a Verse the World uh, season. Like, if they ever do, like, a Spania Verse the World where they can all speak in Spanish, let her do that one. I think she'd be fun. Yeah, I just think... I don't know. I just feel like the people in France don't really do too well with minorities. Yeah. Especially like immigrant immigrants. Right. Like, like oh, you just came here. And they don't like me to talk about it either. That's something that are weird. French people want everyone to just like be French. I hope to visit France one day. I just need a translator so people don't hate me. I was supposed there. to go in 2020. Mm-hmm. Well, there's still time. You can go. Just, just tell tell everyone in DC that you're leaving now. I'm going to France. Bye. I'm I'm studying abroad in Paris in the spring. That's exciting. Are you going to do well, a drag there? No, that's too much to bring. Not even like well, I, one, I have to, I have to be like, approved for the program, but like I'm going to get approved because like three different ones. Um, that's too much. Like one gig as a whole suitcase. That's like two suitcases full of stuff to bring on a plane and have to well, like, maybe maybe ask Cam Hugh. Maybe she'll give you a look. Maybe yeah, borrow, yeah. My, borrow my one of her amazing, yeah, maybe borrow one of her amazing wigs. She'll let you. No, I'd fuck that shit up. I don't take care of wigs. <laughs> All right, it is time to head to the main stage as we have Nikki looking sensational once again in that red frock and that blonde asymmetric wig and those eyes. I don't um, think what Daphne Berkey was wearing. She was looking real shiny. I said hi. Yeah, she's she's a very interesting human. Um, I still Especially don't know the most makeup of any woman in France ever. Literally, I still don't know if I love her or if I'm just like not thrilled with some of her critiques because she is very harsh and I appreciate a harsh queen uh, giving another queen some critiques. Um, but she doesn't, she's not sometimes as, as jovial as I want her to be, if that makes sense. Well, she's French. very dry. That's true. Uh, yeah, so we got Daphne Berkey, Kitty Smile wearing that terrible wig. Oh, gross. I like. The contours from the eyebrows straight down to the nose. I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a special guest, Shime, who is stunning. I like, gorgeous. I like how they have the guest judges who are like huge celebrities and they just sit there. That's my favorite part. Literally. They do it in America sometimes too. We literally like, they, like you just sit there and like just look draw, with their mouth open, a smile. And when it comes to deliberations, say nothing. Just look. That's yeah, no, she, she looks incredible. Fun. That collar neck thing that she was wearing, I was stunning. And then we have Giannis Marshall, who is super gay, wearing a purple blazer that I would very much like to have. Thank you very much. And those heels. Got to talk about the heels. Apparently, he didn't re- warn the directors that he was going to stand up because he was out of his light. Oh, God, no. Oh, God. Come on, TV production. And that's when I would say, okay, take two. Do it again. We'll give you some more light, bitch. All right. Okay. We're going to start off discussing our performances. Are you ready? I guess. All right. Boom, boom by Les Serge Jaquettes. Uh, did they look cohesive? Better. Thanks. I'm trying. Did fun. they look cohesive? No. 
like what was happening? Why does Le Grand Dame keep wearing these bead looks? I mean, they all had red hair, but that was the only connection that three of them had in their looks. Well, I mean, how would you connect that? Come on. Wear the same color. That's fair. Wear the same color. I'm sure they could. Hey, listen, listen, Joe Black figured out how to wear pink. Even though it was H&M, he figured it out. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Paloma, they did her dirty. Like, they auto-tuned the shit out of her voice. That was overkill. It was like Bosco's verse. I was like, nobody needed all that. Right. It was It was a lot. Um, I think she looked fine. It, it sounded was, like it was like supposed to be like a like whispered, and I was like, yeah, okay. oh, it was weird. It was very weird. Because uh, when she was recording it, I was like, oh, this is a fucking pretty good verse. So I mean, I think it was honestly just that they edited it so much it sounded worse than it did. Yeah, uh, well, she looked fine. It was very pop star look in the sense that it's like out of her comfort zone, but the hair was cool. It was very structured, like early two thousands, uh, like you would see on the on the red carpets in the early two thousands. But she just wasn't feeling it. She was very nervous. You could tell that she was freaking out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I that's fair. I feel like I probably be, I would probably be freaking out probably all the time though. So it's it's fine. Is it? <laughs> is it a French thing to just be very lackadaisical in the group choreo? Because the group choreo was very like just step and do the move and no emotions coming. I don't think the French are known for like dancing. Okay. They're, they're more known for like like smoking probably. <laughs> yeah. Verita vocally was great. I love that she did bring the range. She is a cabaret singer, so I'm not surprised that she did well. Her look though was very Moulin Rouge, and then she disrobed, and then I was very uninspired. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't need her to take any clothes off. Like keep the clothes on. I don't know. It's overdone. But whatever, it work, I guess. Lyrically, she did exactly what she wanted to do. It fit the theme and it fit the song, and it was funnish. Yeah, not going to go in any in, down, down in history, I don't think. No, not at all. The Grand Dame looked like a pop star, um, but she also could have looked like the wavy inflatable arm person. Um, she just she she flails, and she has good butt cheeks. Apparently, good for her. Yeah, well, that's a new character trait unlocked. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't picture her as it really as the the nudie type. Neither did I. Uh, once you get when you're skinny and that tall, everything looks wrong. <laughs> Why? I mean, do you know from like, experience? Like a lot of muscle. Well, no, I mean, you know what I mean. I'm not sure like a lot of muscle. If you're that tall, everything looks like it looks like somebody grabbed you and just stretched you out. So it's like yeah, ew. that's true. Uh, the headstand was a moment. It was cute, but I do like that Berta took part of the lyrics that um, we didn't have to look at the Grand Dame doing the lyrics while she was upside down so that was very smart smart choreo for whoever decided on that um the choreo into the bridge was very messy if they were judged as a team they would have been in the bottom but i don't think nikki was ready to put the three of them in the bottom um she was not ready to lose any of them um yeah either they were off for the music or they just didn't have a solid plan i think the song was infectious but they were just not the pop stars that they thought they were going to be no not really i mean I agree. And that's what was hard about this episode was no one was like terrible. Oh my God, they should like be eliminated. Everyone did well. Yeah. But also there really wasn't anything that I was like to get to the like, floor of the like, stunned by. Yeah. I mean, like, it's the number good. Right, I don't know. We got it's the nails. Fine. 
the nails. I like the rock and roll version much better. Uh, rock and roll, black, always an easy costume choice. This is how they were looked very cohesive. And they each had a different color hair, so it worked. Um, it was very um, like red, white, and blue, very France, very perfect. Well, um, that's great. I didn't yeah. even really recognize that. Yeah, they looked very cohesive, and that's important. But again, Lip starts off, and she was very heavily auto tuned. Um, it was on brand for this vibe, but maybe it was just like yeah, the I it was think it first. was her favorite, though. It did, it definitely did. recording, I was like, oh, God, that's awful. Then it was since it was, it was rock and roll, I was like, oh, then that works. Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought she did pretty damn well. She had good rock and roll energy. It was intense. Um, but if the goal was to be more pop star, she did not bring pop star. No. She, she just, wasn't, she she wasn't Haley Williams and Paramore. Yeah, she tried her best. She did. Let's celebrate that. I thought the group choreo was very strong, uh, though you could tell Ellipse was not moving in time compared to the other two. I gotta say, I love Lolita's look so much. The dress was brilliant. I'm a big fan of hers. Yeah, she, like, she was so good this episode. Like, I don't know, she just like, she just, she's good. I like her. I resonate with her. Yeah, so Lolita really did research on Drag Race, and when you give a verse, it should be about you, and it was, like, all classic music challenges of the past. She did very well lyrically um, because they're like, what I learn is if you use your name in um, a verse of a drag race song like this, that's one of the things that the audience is going to be able to recall. Um, yeah. And when she goes, Mayamo Lolita banana, like you, you're able to know the lyric and the, the tune to it. So I think she did very well. Uh, very impressed with her. She was a joy to watch. Yeah, yeah. Lyrically, she she did a good job. It was real short, but that's okay. Yeah. Soa though is a fucking rock star. Like she was in her element, and it was, she was so much fun to watch. Her lyrics in English would be the ones that I would want to sing if I knew um, what the French translation really was. But uh, I thought she was outstanding. Um, and again, if they, I wish they kind of got judged as a group, but I get it. Drama. You needed to cause some drama and have. Ellipse be the scapegoat of the episode, which is strange. Yeah, work, I guess. All right. Now, category for the runway is Night of a Thousand Millions. Um, how about you share a little bit about Millie Farmer? I didn't know too much about her. I mean, I definitely, I did Google her when I heard it. And then I was like, oh, I recognized a couple songs of hers. Um, it seems like she's, I was like, I don't quote me or anything. I had definitely heard a couple of songs in the passing, but like I said, I'm not really a big like music person. I just like like the songs I like. Um, my French music taste is better than my English one, though. But that's just because English is out. Um, but I was. It seems like she was. She's not really done a lot recently. It seems. It seems like she's mm -hmm. kind of like a like a '90s girl. She's kind of like. I guess the same era as like Celine in like the states and canada is kind of like where yeah. the lead was so it would make sense because like pretty much all these people are like what like except for like Grand down they're all in like late 20s 30s yeah that would make sense they would all like love her yeah i just thought they showed in this runway at different weeks so they could do so they could do um, a shine lip sync song i agree i'm a different week i love shine all right. In honor of the runway, we are going to play Come on, Meline, or Leave Meline Alone. We love puns. All right. First up, Lolita Banana. Look by Volpinic Vestiments. Hair by Hitsu, Hitsu Blue. 
Uh, this Malene is giving back your love, and it's a bloody good look. Um, I love her in Ginger. Very spicy. Um, I think the look was very evocative. I tend to not love stage blood, but she made it work because the look fit it, and it blended into the bra and fancy piece. It didn't look like a big old puddle. That's good. Yeah. Uh, the front, of course... You're dripping sometimes. Like, that's not good. It's, literally. like, actually... It looks and then of course the undetectable equals untransmissible moment was a strong message as discussed earlier and she did was able to tie it back into Malene and her um, efforts to donate money for to AIDS foundations so I thought Lolita very good job what did you think of the look yeah like yeah, I'm looking at like the, the comparisons between like other stuff but also like it doesn't really I don't what matters more like if it looks like the actual look if it's inspired by it I feel like it doesn't like if it's inspired by it can be fine um, yeah, I guess I got, yeah, I mean, it checks the boxes. Good job. It's new for her. I didn't, I, I remember I picture her. I don't really think of that much like skin and like, yeah, I agree. All that. Daphne know. says she was born dancing and she always had banged did tricks and they felt her Mexican energy. Great. They don't say that uh, no matter what. Kitty applauds her message and says it's the type of drag he likes. Yana says they don't talk about her message enough as it is an important message as not enough people know about undetectable means, untransmissible. Well, I thought it was thing that she held up the U equals U, but in French, the words do not start with U's. So it was weird that that was, that's like still the thing. Yeah, very not, interesting. Because in French, both of them just start with I's. So you would think in French, they would say I equals I. But, and then whenever she said it, she's like, you equals you. And I was like, wow. That's, I guess that got stuck, like, slogan is just kind of, like, worldwide. Yeah, maybe. And they, like, and they just, like, know that it's an English reference. I thought it was really interesting. But there's some weird, like, stuff when you get out of, like, the English-speaking world. But, like, you really like, have to. That doesn't make any sense to them. But it makes sense when it connects to English. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. I don't know. I'm going to give this a come on, Meline. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think I'll agree with that. Audience, 88% come on Meline. 12% leave Meline alone. Next up, Ellipse. Look by Lupec. Hair by Ellipse and Lulu. It's very period. It felt straight out of the 80s. I love her pants and jacket with the shoulder pads and checker. It's very fashion forward. Um, red hair does look a bit artificial, but I do like the pony. Um, it's very simple and Ellipse could have been a little grander. And I think that may have been her downfall this week. Well, I mean, when it's like compared to the other picture, it looks exactly the look that Melina. Literally, had. which, if you're gonna be simple, have it be like an exact replica. Because some people, I think, just prefer being like this is a look that she wore, even if it's not like that draggy. It's just the fact that it is. Yeah. Because some people are like, oh, if you elevate, it doesn't like the look. These are up to preference. It looks. I mean, I. I wouldn't wear it. Fair. But no, I don't. Sure. It's just, I don't know. It's good. I, it just like would only really make sense in this sense. Yeah. I don't know who would go on a stage unless they're performing like a number by Melina. Shime says it's an interesting change of character from Pop Star to Runway. What stood out for her was the reserve and modesty and found it touching. Niggy says they all like her drag, but they're missing the showgirl element as she's often covered in pants and with a turtleneck and shoulder pads. She wants more of a daring side. All right, Nikki, I love you so much. You're 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 dear to me. Why does it always gotta be a showgirl side? She what? What's wrong with androgyny? What's wrong with what she does? All drag is valid. Doesn't mean all drag is good, but all drag is valid. Why are we trying to change uh, lips? 
No drag is valid, I think, actually. No drag? None? Yeah, no drag is valid. Um, groomers, even, I think. Oh, absolutely, definitely. I don't know. I mean, work, I guess. Yeah, it was just a very interesting comment. Not a comment that I thought we would hear but nowadays. I don't, but... I, don't agree. I don't like when they'll do that, like, I want to see more like this from you. Girl, she already packed her suitcases. Literally, literally. Like, like in season 11, they were mad at Banji for only wearing swimsuits. Like, what do you want her to do? Be good at drag. Um, no, well, I, I mean, kid, I, I, I kid. That point, like you, already have, you already have brought everything with you. Hey, to be fair, we learned that this season on Drag Race All-Star 7, that Trinity the Tuck is able to design things in her hotel room overnight. So maybe some people could have that talent to redo things. And Big well, Bertha this year um, made uh, an entirely new look overnight. So you still, there is a possibility if you can possible, make it work. but like, not that big of a deal. I don't know. Yeah, they put sleep much, is important. Focus on the runways nowadays, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'll give this look a come on Meline. Yeah. I like it. Uh, audience, 54% come on Meline, 46% leave Meline alone. La Grande Dame, no designers listed. This bitch is not good at Instagram. Uh, she just always needs a reveal. I like the graphic jacket. It's very fashion straight off the runway. The dress underneath is very sexy. She has the body for it. I just need her to wow me. Like this is very all expected from her. I need grand drag. And according to our dear source from France, there is no direct reference to Meline. So is this fair? Well, I mean, I feel like sometimes you could do like, it's a night of a thousand, like, so-and-so's and you do something that they would wear or that like ties into like an i can think like, um it ties into like a cultural reference or something that like fair i don't know i'm not really a big fashion girl so i like if it's like giving a message it's gonna go over my head and if it's like a cultural reference then it probably will go over my head as well so i mean it's a good look i don't not- i'm not gonna put any thought or value on if yeah. it looks like Melina or not because i, I kind of it might Shime says she's a mixture of beauty, elegance, and fashion and femininity. She says it's hard to wear that outfit without being crass. Yana says she was so elegant. Daphne says she's diving, stunning, and she wants the dress, but she didn't see Meline. Kitty says he loved what she brought in the pop star challenge. It's a great look. I don't think La Grande Dame is ever going to look terrible, so I will give her a comment, Meline, but I wish she stuck to a, a, a reference that we could pull to Yeah. Meline. That's fair. Audience, 88% come in million, 12% leave million alone. Next up, So It Amuse, another one who does not update Instagram. Uh, no designers listed. I thought she was about to give us Reba McIntyre with that hair. Someone who you know very dear. Yeah, uh, my, as my, my good friend. My good friend, yeah. Reba. Uh-huh. Uh, the dress is inspired by one of Meline's concerts, and I see the inspiration. Uh, the message on the back, very Soa. And then that fifth element realness moment was very sexy. Bitch got legs. That's what they say. Did you get Reba hair with that look? Like 2003 Reba, yeah. Yeah. Like like sitcom season two. Yeah. Yes. Have you binged the entire series? I'm in the process of it. Isn't it good? It's so fun. It's like it's good to have not pay attention to. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? I, I started watching it like last spring with my roommates, and then we like moved dorms for the summer. Um, and I don't have a TV in this one. I was like, no, I'm only watching if I can watch it on a big screen. Like I'm not. And also, everybody, I have to be like sitting and like doing stuff. Like it's it's just silly. So next, um, in the fall, I'm probably gonna watch watch some more of it. It's I don't know. It's like I like the sitcoms that like don't actually matter. 
Like the episodes don't mean anything. And it's just like little bits. And I can oh. actually pay attention to them. I just I don't know. I just am a big Reba fan. Big fan of her. So if you are Reba, who's your Barbara Jean? If I'm Reba, who would be my Barbara Jean? A lot of people, probably. I'd argue most people would be my Barbara Jean. Dabitha Christie. Yeah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> Rigged. All right. Giannis says he saw Naomi Campbell in her walking body. Nikki says she is clearly a star and has charisma and stage command. She loved that she chose the rock version as it allowed her to play with it more and be a bit campier. I don't know if campier is the word I would use, but sure. I'll, the look yeah, is good. Sure I, I'll go with Come on, Million for this look. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a good look. There are a lot of good looks. Agreed. Audience, 54% come in Meline, 46% leave Meline alone. Next up, Paloma. Look by Emeric Zana, hair by Paloma. The black gown I thought was absolutely stunning. Um, love the hair because it is Meline, but it's also drag. Like yeah. This is the drag wig that I needed. The reveal into the white dress was stunning. It's very freeing, very Florence the Machine. I just like Paloma a lot. That's all. I want her to win. Yeah, I, I think I don't know. I like Plomo probably because she's like the most attractive of all of them out of drag, but like not that much more. Yeah, because with French people, it's hard. <laughs> Giannis thought he was seeing Millie on stage. Daphne doesn't think she can sing or dance. Regardless, she doesn't want to know something's wrong or you're struggling. Just a smile, but the look is come on, Millie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it looks like Meline looks, so I think, yeah. Audience, 75% come in Meline, 25% leave Meline alone. And finally, the Big Berta. Uh, no designers listed. I just need her to know what works for her because I think she's not doing what's best for her body on the runway. It's almost like she's pushing it harder because this is what she thinks Drag Race wants from her. It's a bodysuit with embellishments. It doesn't fit properly. The peach chiffon clearly looks like an afterthought. And if you look at the sleeve, I don't know if those are strings or if that's supposed to be holding on to like the, the fingers. I don't know what it is. It just felt unfinished. And I, I do appreciate that she finally painted her beard to match the wig. Bless her heart. Literally. So you said she's terrible. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> we know what bless your heart means in the South. No, hey, it, it's, it's very different. It's fair, it's fair. Well protected secret, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I kind of like the runways. I know it's like not like relatable content. The runways are kind of like my least favorite part. Because like, I don't know, I'm not a big runway fan. And like by the last one, I was like tuned out. I'm just like, okay, who is it now? Oh, a nice outfit. I've seen it. I can say I saw it. What's next? I don't know. I feel like runways are like, I guess they have to for this drag race. They put too much on it because like no, like I guess like the first like three seasons or so, everyone like made their own stuff. That's but true. nowadays, it's just whoever has the most money, and it's Literally. not even like the argument of like, yeah, you paid someone to do it, but it was like your vision. Half these girls just text the designer, say, here's the category, make something. Literally. Which, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But I'm just kind of like, like, whatever. I don't know. And I'm not really a big fashion person. I just like, if I literally am like a designer, but people just send me designs and I make it. Like, I don't, I just have the ability to sew. And I, the fashion I like for drag is not stuff that would look good on drag race. It's just like things that look good in like a, a, a club. You know what I mean? 
Absolutely, and that's part of drag. That is part of that's a big element of drag. I don't know when drag queens had to start being like runway models and and like role models. RuPaul said they had to be. That's why. Yeah. I, I was like, when, did, when, when did we decide that drag queens have to be like fashion icons? They don't have to be. Daphne wished she avoided cosplay and had more subtlety. Kitty says that in the group performance, she gave it her all, but she was very reserved. And Nikki says she could tell that she was in charge and thought the choreography was smart. I didn't like the look. It's a leave million alone for me. I know, it's fine, but I'm, I don't know. I didn't like to see up close, up close. Uh, she's kind of like, it's fine. The audience, 25% come on million, 75% leave million alone. Oh, they said, fuck you, you literally motherfucker. Literally. La Big Bertha says they all killed it in Untucked Junior, and they spent 12 hours working like dogs. That was a long shooting day. Give, give people normal Untucked. I don't know why they do the little stupid version. Just do normal one. See, and I'm the opposite. I'm like, I get it. I like this little version because I don't need a full like 30 minutes of best friend race. That's that's my opinion. Well, At least with yeah. all stars this season. This was this is the worst untalked ever there. They give them um, little games now because like, because there's not there's not enough going on. Or you try to find out who uh, fucked Monet. A lot of people have heard. <laughs> Literally. Uh, Paloma believes things are clear this week in terms of winning and losing. She knows it's her and Lips lip syncing. Soa liked the challenges. They all had to adapt in order to be equal. And Ellipse says Soa was a great group leader. Paloma's going to feel a bit withdrawn, but she's getting ready to lip sync a Malene song and hopes she's watching. She shares that she's helped her at a time when she was alone and had no friends. She said she used to listen. Throw it away. She used to listen to Malene and it's like having a little fairy on her shoulder. So if Malene was her like childhood helper, who was your musical inspiration for my damn self? yourself uh we didn't listen to music when i was a kid no it was all like country music and gospel music we didn't really listen to music but it wasn't like in a culty way you know what i mean yeah like it wasn't like you cannot listen to pop music. like my dad would listen to like death metal rock that we all like decided we didn't like so he would just do that out in his like man cable shop where he broke on cars and then my mom would like listen to like like the christian pop channel and the in the radio and then my grandma would listen to country music so i was like all i was exposed to I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I don't, people, I hate motherfuckers. One thing about people is they're going to be motherfuckers. Talking about, oh my God, you saved me. No, she didn't. She doesn't know you. Malene does not know you. Shut up. I don't know. But I guess, I don't know. Was it Dolly for you? Was Dolly your savior? I, um, I didn't really get into Dolly until recently. Because I mean, we like, I all knew who, everyone knows who Dolly was. Yeah. But like her music is very like, campy in a way oh absolutely that like a lot of like normal country fans don't really like that much i mean i like my favorite album of hers the most recent one because it's like less campy it's more like actual country mm-hmm. um but like i didn't really hear a lot of dolly growing up unless it was like the classics or like maybe her like new like finally like 2010 and stuff like yeah. her more like country country not just like the silly like goofy stuff because that people don't really like, listen to that while they're like, on their truck driving to go like lynch somebody you know what i mean like that doesn't really happen often Right. Um, is it Blake Shelton? Is that your savior? Oh, that's Blake my Shelton. grandmother. No, my grandmother was Blake Shelton and Luke Bryan. Ooh, they get they flood her basement. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Currently, I'm in, I'm in my Celine Dion era, and I've been in my Celine Dion era. For, for there it is. Celine, Celine's amazing. Celine's everybody's savior. That's not true. A lot of people don't like Celine. A Who? Lot of people would be scared here. I don't know, people, 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 I was like, oh my God, I love Celine Dion. Someone's like, yeah, my heart will go on, right? Like, yeah, my heart will fucking, how about go kill yourself? Because like, I don't like, 
I don't know. People don't really know about her that much. I really like her new, her like most recent two English and most recent French album. I don't know. I just like her my generation is obsessed with Celine. We we all love. Yeah, her. We yeah, also, yeah. We also grew up with "My Heart Will Go On" as our childhood song. The people with like the yeah the '90s kids get it more. Yeah, we do. For my generation, it's not so much. But I mean, I. I had my own little depressive episode this summer and the Courage album really, I was like, yeah, you got me. My, it's always like, we're on a walk today. Oh, what'd you get with? My good friend, Celine Dion. There it is. But Does not, she even I'm know not, you though? Yeah. Because Does she yeah, know you. Yeah. Uh, I, she, I talked to her from time to time. She checks up on me. She, when I was in prison, she bailed me out. It's giving. <laughs> you, were, you know about Roland Ray? Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, good. I don't know. I'm not like a stand of anybody, so like, shut the fuck up. Oh my god. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Fuck these bitches. Everybody can go. Anyways. Well, they may have worked as teams, but they're going to be judged individually. So it is deemed the winner of the week, and she is going to win a weekend in Berlin. And uh, the reaction was fake because I don't think they knew what the prize was going to be. She knew she was getting something. But that was it. Um, for all she knows, she was winning um, a backpack. That's that's so silly. Oh, she did all the time. Yeah. That, that, that's perfect. I mean, I would like a weekend in Berlin. I know, right? That'd be so fun. La Grande Dame, Lolita Banana, and La Big Berta are safe, leaving Ellipse and Paloma as the bottom two. Do you agree? I don't know. Nobody's been bummed too. It was good. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, nobody was awful. No one was awful. That was the no, problem. I mean, is going home on an episode. Like, it's fine to go home on an episode you absolutely did awful at, and everyone knows. Yeah. Like, that's fair. But then it's sometimes when you go home on an episode that, like, almost everyone did well. Because it's like, wow, I actually, like, I, I did well. I, this would have been good on any other season. Literally. Um, yeah, I feel like Little Big Birds was just squeaked out, I guess, because her performance was better than Paloma and Ellipse. But <sighs> the song is Libertine by Meline Farmer. And once again, wow, forbidden in America. Luckily, our amazing Has it happened in any course, other international franchises where there's been like songs. No, it's never happened. Never. Except mm-hmm. for Drag Race Thailand season one is not on wow because they didn't have all the rights to the lip sync songs. So that's the only reason why that's not. I don't entertain that. Just do it anyway. It, yeah, it's, it's strange. Well, but do. our amazing French source sent me the link, um, and I was able to see the lip sync as it was supposed to be performed. Thanks, Twitter. Yeah, thank, thanks to our good friends down at Twitter. Yeah. Um, well, I watched last week's on, like, I think it ended up being, like, Reddit or something. I just, like, Googled, like, Drag Race France yeah. listed for a lip sync song. Get it. Um, but this song is a fabulous 80s song, and I like that we... Um, I hate that we didn't get to see it in its glory on the show, but like I'm glad it's on Twitter and we can see it that way. Yeah, uh, I, I, mean, I really feel like most people who are watching it in the states are probably going to Google it. Like you know what I mean? Absolutely. Find it. I don't think there's a lot of people who are like, oh, the song was gone. I guess it'll be fine. I well, what's like interesting is let's like, try to find it. Most people uh, yeah. on YouTube, the song itself, there are a couple of videos that are blocked here in the states, so it must be some French um, uh, rights issues. It's very, very, very weird. Yeah, um, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Paloma embodied the song. Like, if this artist meant something to her, it was evident in this lip sync. Uh, Ellipse was fine. She's just not as big of a performer, and this was a big diva moment. I will say, 
that I think the song kind of reminded me of Madonna's Express Yourself, which means it also reminded me of Lady Gaga's Born This Way. Musically. You could, I mean, you could say that. I could say it. I don't know if anyone agrees with me, but that's how I feel. I could, yeah, I mean, it kind of gives off that vibe. It's got the same, same sound. I did rewatch it at like 3 a.m. last night, so I don't fully remember. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but in the end, Paloma remains as ellipses eliminated. Um, I, I I agree with that. I feel like that's unfortunately what should have happened. Well, when I, before that episode started, I was thinking, I was like, who like would even go home next? And I was like, honestly, probably ellipse. Yeah, she just didn't really add too much to the show. Like she, her placement it, it's was one of those like eliminations where you're like, yeah, it's about time. It's now like, with this like, five, I, mean, I like Paloma, but I don't like. She's kind of picking up more now, but at the beginning, I was like forgetting about her. Yeah, um, I guess five. It's hard now. To make it to the the finale, I, I, for some reason, I see her as like be going home like the week before the finale, like being in the top four, top depending on how they did. Probably do it with the top three. Yeah, because there's what ten episodes. Um, I believe so. I believe there's ten episodes, seven. and we're in episode five. Those would probably be have to like a double save or something, unless they do. Like oh, no, no, no. There's. I think there might only be eight. Well, I'll have to double check my notes. It's either eight or ten. Oh, there's ten. I was all about that fucking UK versus the world six episode bullshit. Well, yeah, we can't do six. We did with 30 episodes. Whatever happened to those? I'm bored. Never existed. No. No. Not like reality TV, but now I'm bored. I give it Reba as season two, 33. I don't know. That's 48 episodes. Do you believe that? That's not true. I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Yes. What is Ellipse's legacy? I don't know. No eyebrows, orange hair. Yeah, that's probably it. That's, that's about it. Her legacy is, I guess she was, she was the most like alty queen, right? Of the season. She was. She really was. And I feel like that's probably a, I mean, I don't know a lot about French drag, but I feel like that's probably a good bit of it. I feel like when I, when I picture European drag, I a picture like that kind of stuff. Yeah. We have a performing. Her legacy, perform- she's in Bordeaux. That's what it is. There it is. It's a big, it's a big deal to not be from Paris. <laughs> Yeah. We have a perfume branding challenge next week. Who will prevail and who will just stink? I'm hoping that um, La Big Bertha does well, because I, I like her. I would like her to win something. All right. I think she could do well. I think Lolita, this will be a challenge that's going to be hard because it's hard to do a branding challenge and also try to think in English, Spanish, and French. So I She's doing her... a really good job with French, though. I don't believe when she says that stuff. She's doing well in French. She is. So I think she might be uh, one to be in trouble um i could see the grand dame being in trouble because i feel like she just doesn't know herself well enough yet yeah maybe honestly mm, well lolita might do well but i don't really entertain the like language barrier stuff yeah sometimes because like her french is literally because she speaks perfect french um and like even i like i think in french a lot like a lot of days so and it's not a a problem at all and now my french is nowhere near as good as hers Fluent, but not like, but not like perfect. So I was like, mm, she can do well, but they're not gonna let her win because, right? Well, she's probably gonna make it Mexican. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right. After five episodes, the winner of the season is. I think I can maybe see Legrand Dom winning. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Legrand Dom. I'm not happy about it, but I think it's gonna be Legrand Dom. I still want Paloma to win, but well, I feel like Legrand Dom kind of. She seems very French. Like, I feel well, like fully. she kind of sums up French drag. After episode, like, one, I was like, oh, like, Soa, probably. But then also, I was like, oh, they're not going to let a person of color win. 
like they're gonna pretend they will. French liberals like to pretend they will, but they're not gonna actually like. They're like, oh no no, we want you to we want you to think you can win. We're not gonna actually let you in. But that's French racism for you. We'll see. We'll definitely also see. I mean, the bottom twice, so like whatever. But I thought she would do really well. I thought she would do. I thought she'd be like slaying every week. Um, Le Grand Dame has Le Grand Dame already won a challenge other than last week. That was it. That's wrong. For some reason, I thought she had two wins. Not yet. Not yet. But yeah, um, I think Le Grand Dame is probably going to do it. It just seems, it seems right that she would win. Okay, if this is set up, I could maybe see Le Big Bertha like just like doing a really good. I at the beginning I was like I want her to win just because she also kind of feels very French to me. Yeah, so, I, I think I, I think it's too late for her to really swoop in and save everything. Oh, absolutely, uh, Le Grand Dame. After this week and not her being in the bottom at all this week, I think was this this tell sign that she's probably going to end up winning because the the arc is just there for her. But I never um, really care who wins because like I don't win. Like when people get mad about like people were mad that like people don't know she mad about like, who was the last one. People were mad that Simone won and not like Rose. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. I didn't get a hundred thousand dollars. Well, I mean, if, if you're friends with them, maybe you would get some money. But I'm not. I don't have friends. They disappoint me. That's that my friends too. Um, listen, but I will be disappointed if Jinx Monsoon does not win All Stars. Yeah, no, I feel like she. I feel like it's, it just it makes the most sense. I agree. I mean, I would be happy with Monet, but I don't, it makes no sense for James. All right. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you got coming up? Uh, my Instagram is miss.patriciadiamond, spelled out with M-I-S-S dot Patricia Diamond. It, it's not spelled weird. It's just how it is. Um, my Venmo, I think, is like my government name. So it's like Nolan M. Nolan M. Phillips. Um, I don't have anything coming up. <laughs> why not i'm honestly at a point with my like drag that i am just kind of taking what comes to me i'm not really i'm more working more on my like commissions and sewing and all that stuff performing and all that just because it's easier um it makes me more money it's more fulfilling less stress and that's fair and i don't believe in waking up for brunches i did a brunch recently um (laughs) with shaman chateau if you know who that is um yeah that was not good i had to wake up that no i had to wake really up at 8 a.m and i was like no i need to get my life in order <laughs> i don't do well, that shit I'm, i mean i like to think i'm funny follow me on twitter everybody at i don't even know what my twitter username is it's probably somewhere <laughs> well this was so much fun thank you so much for being here and chatting yeah this is amazing i'm gonna kill myself tomorrow <laughs> i don't know i think about it a lot oh god i'm gonna decide if i should go back to bed or not um, oh, you should. I don't think I, I probably shouldn't. I I should use this as a catalyst to spark change in my life, huh? <laughs> a big thanks to Patricia for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com/slash/blogtalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.